This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Third day of July, so if you've got big uh, Fourth of July plans for tomorrow and you want to share those, if you're going to the parade or you have some kind of tradition that you're doing i'm going to um i've got a, a brisket in the uh, in the fridge right now that uh i'm going to smoke tonight nice yeah so that'll be that'll be tonight's uh, activity um so I look forward to uh birthing a 17 pound brisket tonight nice yeah. um you got anything going on this weekend or tonight tomorrow uh, we will do the uh the neighborhood thing. The neighborhood thing. I was I've for the for fourteen years there's been no need to leave the neighborhood. Okay. And I I mean I I I like I like the city fireworks deal. It's just that uh I get the same thing. I can just put a little hunter in my front yard. Sure. No, I, I <laughs> get it. I get it. I I there there's there's part of me that's a little envious of that. Um uh, you know, I walked outside last night, of course we got a little rain, so that kind of yeah. calmed down things for a little bit. Um, but we, I, I'm not, I'm not disturbed by the uh, fireworks. So we, we don't really have that a whole lot going on in our neighborhood. Um, I went out to see if I could, I could hear it, but I couldn't see it. You know, the clouds and yeah. they don't get, you know, they don't get quite uh, it'll, high it'll, enough. It'll be on. I mean, the 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 only bad part for our neighborhood is that some trees have grown up over the years mm-hmm. and have blocked the view. And uh, you can and, fix uh, that. And the trees are my neighbors. Okay. Uh, how about the trash? Do we need to have a conversation with people about taking care of their trash? Well, remember these people are doing this in in their neighborhood, in, in their, their yard. In their so, yard. So, so if they if they have trash, they're trashing their own yard. Now, you. what is fun, and I enjoy this every year, is I usually get up the next morning and mm-hmm. and take my my power walk and walk through the neighborhood and see the carnage, carnage, and you can tell. When you walk through the neighborhood, you can tell where that stuff was coming from, and it was like, wow. I mean, the, I think I was the amount of money that was spent to do that. I know that there are some guys that uh, spend five figures on fireworks, pallets, That's trucks being. I mean, full garages of 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 stuff being delivered. You know, months ago that have been sitting in their garage, just be waiting, waiting for. Um, tomorrow night or tonight and tonight will be a ramp up you know what i mean you get a preview in fact on the do you on have the, some guys that are kind of uh you know uh, oh bigger, there's bigger yeah. you know wedding uh yeah yeah or that kind of ended no there's some there's some guys out there that do that there's there's three main guys in the neighborhood that do it mm-hmm. two in, and I, I should say two in the back one in the front and uh it is uh these are the same guys that have uh christmas decoration extravaganzas too that's not as big a deal in our neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, I mean, I think the, the Christmas light thing is muted. Yeah. 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 I mean. uh, this uh, from the Yates Flooring Center chat line from our uh, correspondent in Dallas. Dan in Dallas, as a matter of fact. Uh, Chuck went to the Ranger game Saturday. I saw the hot dog stand and thought of you, and he showed me, sent me a picture of the hot dog stand. Hot dog. Hot dog. A hot dog. Hot dog. I'm wondering if uh, Dan in Dallas has got his K-State uh, football game problem resolved uh dan what's his, what's his problem his problem is his wife's boss's birthday is that same day and 
he she's I think RSVP'd for the two of them without consulting him about the football schedule. Mm. We had that problem. Dan in Dallas, do you have a uh, child that can uh, <laughs> go in your stead? <laughs> we we had that problem inside the the building the other day. I'm uh, I, I left because I had an appointment, mm-hmm. and I get a uh, all hands on deck for October the fourteenth or whatever the date is. I'm like, wow, that date sounds that date homecoming. Sounds, that date sounds really familiar. Yeah, for another event with one one of our other stations, and I immediately called and said. Hey, uh, hold up on that car wash there. That, that's a you there, Buford T. That's a that's a that's a home football game. We we can't do that. So I, I think that put I got the kibosh put on that pretty quickly. And then I Good. I mean you nothing nothing happens at my house September one to about March thirty one without consulting a football or a basketball schedule. Uh, that's a pretty safe bet. Our house too. Yeah, I mean it's just I mean, like come on. I've, I've, what are we doing here? I've told uh, you know all all girls mm-hmm. have been you know, duly notified. If you are going to get married and you plan to have me walk you down the aisle, right? It better not happen from September <laughs> to to about February till the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no doubt. Um, okay, so I was listening to the Ranger pregame show yesterday. Yeah, have you you've heard you've heard Josh Young being referred to as the Jungle Cat, right? Yeah. Do you like this? It. I mean, I don't hate it, but I mean, it, it kind of it. The jungle cat. Why wouldn't it be the jungle cat? Or the jungle cat. Whatever. I mean, it's it's. I mean, they're calling him the jungle cat, but yeah. I get it. I. I mean, it's the play on words, but. But why wouldn't you just make him the jungle cat? Okay, but do you do you like do you like that do you like the that and then I mean, the it's kind of cool. Okay. Right. I don't. I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not uh, just you know violently ill over it. Okay. Jeff, are you violently ill over this? He's not. Okay. Do you want to know the genesis of the jungle cat? I would love to know how we got to the to the Appa- jungle cat. Apparently, during one of the exhibition games, and this is what he termed it, exhibition game. So I don't know if it was a spring training game. Okay. I don't know if it was when he was, you know, when they were kind of off, you know, during COVID and he was playing some games or what. But he called it exhibition game. There was an exhibition game, and he made a play. And after the game, he was in getting some treatment, and the trainer said that he had cat-like reflexes. Okay, and it went from there. And he said Will Smith really pushed it, the whole jungle cat, to the point now where when he's standing on second base, he kind of gives him the roar. Okay. Okay. So that's that's how it started. He also said, and he, like I said, he was on the Ranger pregame yesterday. He also said um, that A-Rod was this guy growing up because um, they asked him about, you know, was there somebody you really wanted to see at the All-Star game? And he mentioned somebody, but I, I, I didn't catch the name. It didn't. He was said it so fast and he just kind of slurred it. Uh, but he also said, which I thought was interesting, he said that really growing up, he watched a ton of college baseball because that's what he wanted to do. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So... He also said that he and his brother were at a home run derby at Ameritrade in 2011. So he said they got Marcus Simeon's autograph. <laughs> they got Simeon's autograph. And, and, uh, one, and, one of the, and one of the guys, and the, the guy that was interviewing him, and I think it was Jared Sander, but I'm not certain, said, uh, oh, he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to get Simeon's reaction to that. <laughs> 
Hey, do you remember getting your all-star third baby an autograph about yeah. five years ago? Yeah. Well, it'd be about, it was 2011, yeah. so 12. Yeah, 12 years ago. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, math. Uh, Dan says, looks like the party is still on. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Dan. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Uh, this from the 8th Flooring Center chat line. I'm concerned if Tadlock is meant for the portal era. Look what he has done for our pro, loved what he has done for our program, but he doesn't seem to be adjusted to the new era. What are you talking about? I think Losing, we have, we've benefited plenty from the portal. Yeah. Losing your ace in freshman of the year is very bad. Well, um, they left for different reasons. I mean, I'm, right now, Huddy, Huddy left because Huddy wanted to catch every day. And Huddy Hudson White is who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Hudson's not going to catch every day here. Um, and he made that he made that clear that he wanted to catch every day. And so did Coach Tadlock made and that I think, clear, I think, that he wasn't going to catch every day. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, maybe that promise was made to him at Arkansas. I think that, uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Mason Molina. I would, I would be lying, but it wasn't, it wasn't for, I think there was NIL involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Hudson was in his ear a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked at that. Um, hey, man, I'm your catcher. I mean, great. I mean, they, I mean, remember, it wasn't that long ago that uh, Easter Morrell and Bryce Bonin we're coming the other way from Arkansas. And just remember, you know, I mean, those guys were done wrong by Arkansas. And and we did right by them. So, I mean, that, that portal door swings both ways. It swings now, both ways, that, right. And, and that was really It's not pre- like we haven't taken advantage of it, too. Yeah, we've, we've gotten some key pieces out of that portal. Yeah. So, why did he leave? Don't know. Don't don't know why. And and, and Mason hasn't officially left yet. He's True. just in the portal. The I think I think there's some fight for him right now. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Today is 7-3-23. And you guys probably already knew this. Jeff probably already knew this, but I saw this yesterday. Do you know what the last day of the year will be this year? And we will not be here because it's a Saturday. You know what the last day of the year is? You talking about calendar year? Yeah. December it's 31st. One, one, two, three, one, two, three. 12, 31, 23. One, two, three, one, two, three. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Here's Jeff McGuire with a stay in sports history. No. Oh, oh. Pinch hitting for Jeff. Is uh, the one, the only George Christopher Sneed. Thank you, Chuck. Chuck, today is July 3rd, mm-hmm. year of our Lord, 2023. So that's 7 23. You know what, Chuck? We're all going to make We're it. We're all going to make it. Yeah. All right. Uh, not, no, that's not true because people will die today. So uh, we're not all going to make it. <laughs> Factually, that's just incorrect. We're not all going to make it through the day today. <laughs> Says, never let the facts get in the way of a good story guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> on this day, Chuck, <laughs> in 1932, after 30 years as a manager of the New York Giants, John McGraw, McGraw retires from baseball with 2,583 wins. Jets or Giants? John McGraw. Right. 
You said to the Jets. No, the Giants. The Giants. I said the Giants. Okay. Los Gigantes. Yeah. It's quite sound like it, but okay. On this day, 1951, Chuck, PGA mm-hmm. Championship Men's Golf at Oakmont. Uncle Sam Snead. Okay. Beat Walter Burkimo. Do you have uh, Do you have lineage back to uh, Sam, Sam Chuck, Snead? Uh, we have said this many times on the radio. Yeah. S-N-E-A-D Snead. You're related to every one of them. All Sneeds are related. All Sneeds are related. <laughs> okay. S-N-E-A-D. White, black, brown, whatever. Do we you are think, all related. McGuire, do you think you're related to Joey? Uh, after the careful research I put in when he was hired, the answer to that question is no. Okay. Yes. 1974. Mm-hmm. Pitching in the Major League Baseball record 13th consecutive game for the L.A. Dodgers. Mike Marshall saves Tommy John's 4-1 to win over the Cincinnati Reds. Mike Marshall was a reliever who I don't necessarily think he gets the credit because he, he became a reliever in a day when it was more expected to be the starter would go the full nine, right? Yeah. And, and he became yeah. a specialist. Yeah. And he was really one of the first specialist relievers uh, of his era. Did you know that he coached college baseball? Uh, I can't say that I knew that, no. Do, do you know where he, he, he made his coaching debut? I'm going to, okay, so I'm, I'm just now going to guess. Is it Lubbock? No, West Texas A&M. West Texas A&M. Yeah. He brought one of the worst baseball teams I have ever seen to Lubbock, Texas. Okay, so he made his debut in Lubbock. No, 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 no. He okay. made his debut in Lubbock, okay. but he, he brought a team down here to play. And he would sit in the dugout with his clipboard, and he was he he had all these weird things, and uh, he would just write the entire time. And uh, he would look at something and write it, and he just he and he if he'd come out for something, he would come out and ask. He says, oh, "What angle did my shortstop make at uh, rounding of the bag at?" And you're like, "Huh." And that, that's the way he would talk to you. And you'd answer him, and he'd turn around and walk back to the dugout. And you're like, what the heck just happened here? By the way, on June the 1st, 2021, he did not make it through that day. <clears throat> wow. He was the first relief pitcher to receive the Cy Young Award. How about that? How about that? Uh, 1982, Chuck, Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Martina Navratilova beats Chris Everett, 6-1, for, uh, for the first six straight Wimbledon singles titles. Okay. The first of six straight. First sorry. of six. Yeah. Uh, 1983. Wimbledon. Men's tennis. Be on board. Jimmy Connors. John McEnroe. American John McEnroe wins mm-hmm. his fifth career Grand Slam. He outclasses Chris Lewis of New Zealand. 6-2, 6-2, 6-2. Mm-hmm. 1988. Gene Nelson of the Oakland A's becomes the first American League pitcher to steal a base. <laughs> Since 1973. <laughs> 2004, Chuck. Wimbledon. Maria Sharapova becomes the first Russian player to win Wimbledon, beating defending champion Serena Williams 6-1, 6-4. Okay. Who are you at in the Williams sisters? I'm, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Serena and, and Venus. I, I'm, I don't have any... I don't... I don't have any big angst there. Venus playing on her, what is it, 21st I, I, I I'm fine with Venus getting a, a sponsor's getting a, exemption or something Yeah, like that. getting a pass, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, 2020, in the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, uh, planned to be hosted on July 14th, and the LA Dodgers game is canceled due to government restrictions imposing the COVID-19 pandemic. 
I saw a picture last night of um, Fred Lynn and Louis Tiant. Louis. Louis Tiant. I mean, <laughs> God, they looked. I mean, Fred Lynn looked like somebody you'd see at the farmer's market on on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And Louis Tiant, you know, he, he uh, and he looked like a guy that was uh, in his late 70s. And, you know, and look, you look at him and you go, that guy played Major League Baseball? <laughs> and Fred Lynn, you're like, man, could you not dress a little better? <laughs> 2020, Chuck, uh, Cleveland Indians owner Paul Doan announces he would review changing the organization's name. And that would happen in 2022. Yeah. Become the Cleveland Guardians. Here's what I hate. Here's what I hate. Now when they refer to 1954 or whatever, they'll refer to them as the Cleveland Guardians, not the Cleveland Indians. I hate how we've changed history on that. I really do. There's a political statement in there somewhere, but I want to leave it alone. All right. Uh, it is National Chocolate Wafer Day, Chuck. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean. The wafer seems like, it's, it seems like eating air that's got a little taste to it. Okay. There's probably some truth to that. Born on this day, still with us, Tom Cruise. Okay. How old do you think he is? He is 58. 61, Chuck. 61. Okay. Born on this day, Thomas Gibson. Tom Gibson? Thomas Gibson. Who is he? Thomas Gibson. I don't know who he is. 61 years old. Born on this what did day. he do? Huh? What did he do? I don't know. I'm just looking at the thing right He's there. He's an actor. Okay. okay. Where he is. What did he act in? Do we know? I, There's only something we can use to look Here's the deal. Up. I mean, if you're asking this, I, I don't clear, know. Clearly, he doesn't uh, need to be mm. mentioned. He's not of worthiness. Uh, I bet you he is. Uh, let's see, best. Oh, he played uh, on Chicago Hope. He was also Greg Montgomery in Dharma and Greg. And you also might remember him in Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Yeah. yeah. There's that. The very serious dude in Criminal Minds. <laughs> the unsub. So it, I, I guarantee you this if you're female over the age of 60, okay, mm-hmm. you're going to know who Michael Cole is. Michael Cole is 83 today. Congratulations. You know who Michael Cole is? No. Do you remember the show? You probably do not remember the show unless you saw it in reruns. Mod Squad? Oh, the Mod Squad. Yeah. yeah. He was the he was one of the guys. Was he the bruh? No, he was not the bruh. <laughs> okay. okay. You had Peggy Lipton, you had the bruh, and then you had, <laughs> you had Michael Cole. Uh, born on this day, still with us, uh, Olivia Munn. Okay. You're well, not mad at her, are you? No, we're not mad at her. You know, Aaron Rodgers is now, but... He wasn't then. He wasn't then. Yeah. She's yeah. 43. Uh, the bruh was uh, Clarence Williams III. He played Link. <laughs> Link. Link. Michael right. Cole played Pete. Pete and Link. Yeah, Link. Uh, Moises Alou, born on this day, 57. Okay. Wow. Born on this day, Montel Williams. Okay. One of those guys that had a show and we don't know why. <laughs> it's just like all these people that get a show and we don't know why. Like this show. We don't know why. Well, that that's <laughs> People would say that. Uh, Montel Williams, 67. He's your age, Chuck. No. 62. <laughs> uh, dead on this day, still dead. Don Drysdale. Man. 
Okay. That was a sad one. And on this day in 1863, on the third day of the Battle of Gettysburg, Confederate General Robert E. Lee's last attempt at breaking the Union line ends in a disastrous failure, bringing the most decisive battle of the Civil War to an end. That's right, America. Mm-hmm. We kicked their tail. Go Confederacy! 0-1! Oh, <laughs> oh, for a lot. Yeah. Uh, just before 7 this morning here on the Morning Drive, it continues. Sports Center first, but first... Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Big time 4th of July kind of stuff. It's a spectacular... Spectacular, extravagant. Fireworks, the, the grand finale right. at the end. But the... And then we all get up off the ground and pick up our blankets and our coolers and we'll walk back to our car and sit in traffic for an hour. That's why I don't go anymore. Wow. Wow. Sour. Sour. 7.16 this morning here on the morning drive. <clears throat> uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. With regards to Molina, he's been a letdown more than he's helped us. <laughs> uh, I disagree. Yeah. I, I, I sincerely too. disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The end sentence is Tadlock has done things this program has never done before. So hush up and let the man do his job. Uh, we mm-hmm. get this. Mm-hmm. Be honest about the situation. This art program needs a shot in the arm, whether it be a staff mix up or just a change of approach. Uh, I don't I mean, know enough about that. Uh, every program needs a shot in the arm. You know, the sad part about this is just like all other championships in the NCAA. At the end of the year, only one team gets to hold the trophy up. And, you know, you, you can have a great year, mm-hmm. just like uh, um, Wake Forest, great year, didn't play for the championship. Clemson, great year, didn't get out of their regional. Hey, let me ask you this. Is, is the shot in the arm the, uh, the clubhouse that... Um... It's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a step toward the shot in the arm. Maybe that's the alcohol wipe that they clean the, yeah, the but I mean, spot where I've they're going to put it. I've heard it's just awesome. Oh, it is awesome. It is. Hey, that have is. Have you a, been in it? I've seen the pictures. I mean, I have. I. It's like the Womble. You know, you gotta have. You know, access. It's only granted to a few. Okay. Um, but I mean, I, I, I gotta, th- I gotta think that's a step, a big, huge step. It's in the a right. huge deal. And in, and now that the season's over, they're going to start getting to the business of taking and gutting the old clubhouse and, and getting that up to par and everything. What I, will that become? Uh, that's, I think they're going to more indoor hitting and, okay. and gotcha. team uh, facilities and things okay. like that. But you know, you, you got the clubhouse and the coaches offices and all those things and the coaches and they move they're in. They're going to move downstairs. They're going to move down there, and I got to think that's. I got to think that's. Well, good. and that, it, it opens up the upstairs, you know, where the offices are, and they're going to do some things to that. More suites. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. I get it. Dan Lawfield needs a complete facelift. It's it's gone from, you know, years and years ago where it was probably one of the top facilities in the in the Big Twelve. Uh, oh, that'd, be, that'd have to be a long time I, ago. I said a long time ago. I didn't say 2010. Okay, I mean, it's it's gone from a a facility that was you know to be envied and looked at to a facility that people say needs a facelift in a big way. What, I, what do you no think? No one's about- not saying. No one is not saying that. Mm-hmm. Okay, the problem is we all wanted football to be better. Okay. Yeah. So we had to we had to invest in football. We all wanted basketball to be better. Right. We had to invest in basketball. At the time when that that stuff was happening, 
Baseball was doing pretty well. And had to take a back seat. Yeah, and had to take and baseball had to get in line. Baseball's in line. I think there's there's a plan for baseball. It's just in line. And you know, the the facility got moved up. I mean hey, if 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 I don't have I don't have twenty five million dollars laying around doing nothing. You if know. I did, I would gladly give it to the to the university and say, and, "Hey, rebuild that deal." And it's probably going to take more than twenty five. These days, it would. What do you think? I, I I shared this the other day, and then I got a text saying we have no knowledge of this. <laughs> okay, but I, I had a uh, just I'll just say this. I, I heard that there was a there was talk of moving. Moving the ballpark basically back a thousand feet. Okay, I'd heard this too, and and then building a new, you know, basically, you know, behind home plate, upper deck, blah blah blah. However it would work, suites, and then you'd move the whole field with it. You'd you'd tear down the present press box and stands and move the whole field back. So I don't know if that was a rumor or if that was a fan thought that got put out on the internet. And then it was, and then put back a home plate, put back a thousand feet, and then you'd still have your same backdrop of, because I yeah. think the backdrop of the university, I think, oh, it, that's yeah, it's, that's, it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. and then you would take out that street, obviously, and then you would kind of take out part well, of the parking lot. This, I don't know if that's my news to break. What's that? Well, there's going to be some changes to the traffic patterns around that field at some point here, in the next year or two. Okay. What about the green space where the Coliseum was? Uh, it's not my news to break. Okay. Do you, is, something might happen there? Something may happen there. Okay. I mean, it only makes sense. I mean, it can't be a green space forever. Um, so, I don't know. That's, somebody says this, facilities don't matter in the NIL era. It's all about NIL. There's truth to that. There is and truth to that. I, I agree with that. 40%. I disagree with that. 60%. But I'll say this, though. If you're going to... If you're going to continue to want the fan support that that you want, you've got to make the facility more fan friendly, and by that I mean you've got to have more shade, yeah. you've got to have better concessions, you've got to have more access to bathrooms. I mean, just you, yeah, if I, you can, because I've said this a million times, United Supermarkets Arena, best arena in the Big Twelve. Now I've not been to the to the four new schools, but I think we're going to go to some of those this next year. Uh, see, uh, Cincinnati, I don't know, uh, UCF plays it on kind of a, I mean, it's an on-campus facility. It's just, it's not I'm just saying from the fan standpoint, yeah. the, the, the fan standpoint of access to the arena, yeah. wide concourses, comfortable seats, yeah. plenty of concessions, plenty yeah. of baths, just all that. And we don't have that at the, at the baseball park. No, um, no, we don't. And, you know, you can spend a lot of money on it and doesn't mean that it's going to be great. Uh, I mean, heck, Oklahoma State spent $80 million on their baseball facility. And it is state-of-the-art. They got the best of everything in the league, in the Big 12. And they sell that thing out like three times a year. I mean, you you watch regional games where you're like, not even even full. Well, how many times? I mean, you could say, I mean, and look, they'll, they'll tell you. I mean, they sell all the season tickets here. But I mean, you can walk up and buy a ticket. Well, of course you can. You can buy a GA. Yeah, it's a GA seat. Yeah. I mean, you're not yeah. going to buy a reserve seat. You're not going to be able to get a reserve seat, right? 
Anyway, 722 this morning. Not at tech. You can get on the secondary market. 722 this morning here on the morning drive. So it's it's disappointing news. But, I mean, again, you're picking up guys in the transfer portal. I don't know if – and I don't know if the plus minus is to your favor yet or not. But when you lose a Friday night pitcher – like Mason Molina, potentially he's in the portal. Yeah, that, that that hurts. Is it? It hurts. It's a. Is it a bad look for for their for Texas Tech, the coaching staff, and the program? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, your Friday night guy just said, "I'd rather go over here," and we don't know the reasons for it. And I don't know if it's if it's irresponsible for us to speculate what the reasons are. I have my I have my my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I. I would think that is something NIL related. Is is? I mean, we've we've done right by our kids here by getting all the players in the program ten thousand dollars a year. You hear that? That's you know, not enough. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. All right, uh, seven twenty-three. If you have a thought or a twenty-five million dollars to donate. You'd take it, right? If I had $25 million to donate, I would donate it. Yeah. Absolutely. If I had $50 million, $100 million. If I won the lottery, if I won the Powerball, what's it at? $463 million right now? Mm-hmm. Somebody won it over the weekend? Did they win it? I don't know. I, have no, I, have I no. just saw the sign. I, have I no said, idea. oh, it's got three digits on it now. <laughs> First one was a four. <laughs> Time for me to play. Let's go. You and everybody else. Yep. You, you and everybody else. All right. Uh, we'll have uh, Ranger Baseball on the air for you today, 1230 on uh, Double T 97.3, 1235 on uh, 100.7 the score. First pitch uh, a little after one today. Uh, big game because if you lose, the Rangers, if the Rangers lose, they're only three up. If they win, then they're five up, which is where they started the seat, started this series on uh, Friday night. So you'd like to you'd like to be five up, obviously. Question of the day is next. Sneed will have that for Jeff and I and our fine listening audience. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. 7.31 this morning on the Morning Drive. Time for the question of the day. Chris, you got one. It's a simple question, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> simple question, Jeff. <laughs> It is July 3rd, Mm -hmm. and uh, we talked about this earlier today. Mm -hmm. Someone's got a simple question about the Texas Rangers. Will the Texas Rangers win the West? Yes or no? Uh, I don't think they do. I think they're a wild card team. Um, I don't know that they have the pitching that, that can sustain itself. And frankly, the the run performance as well. I mean, everything's gone pretty well for them with the exception of losing Jacob DeGrom. But I think right now, today's game's a real critical game. And I just I just wonder if the Rangers can handle uh, the pressure once the Astros get a little healthier and say, Hey, look at us. We're we're the World Series champs and we're gonna we're gonna make you beat us and they they have to play them, you know. I don't know, 10 or 11 more times. And I just don't think the Rangers can can win that series over the test of time. And I think they would have to do that to win the West. Jeff? So they're up by, in theory, they could be down up by just three games at the end of the day. Right. Could also be back up to five after splitting with the former World Series champions. Who, granted, they're not at full strength. Guess what? 
Neither are the Rangers. Hate to break it to you, Jacob DeGrom, not on the roster right now. That means they're not at full strength either. What does Bruce Bochy continue to do with this team? He is very much the major league version of Tim Tadlock where he's keeping it even keel. Doesn't get too high on the wins. Doesn't get too low on the losses. You got a young team that when they're influenced by something like that means that the losses aren't as bad. And this team looks like they're having fun when they're winning. Give me the Rangers to win the AO West. I... I go back and forth on this, but right now I am I am at they are going to win the West um, because I do feel that this team is uh, first. I think they're a year early on their uh, where they expected to be, um, which is okay. Uh, you're allowed to be good earlier than expected. Um, second, um, I think this team is going to be active in the in the trade market here. I think they are going to be buyers. I don't know that this is a great buyer's market year. Um, I think that the uh, you need. I think they need to go get a another frontline reliever, and it wouldn't hurt for them to go get a bat. Um, I think they need a DH. Robbie Grossman. As much as we love Robbie Grossman and his story, you know, a guy hitting two forty is not uh, with with five jacks is not what you need in the DH spot. And um, I would. Uh, I would much rather have a Andrew McCutcheon type dude as a DH and another uh, another quality reliever arm. Um, I don't necessarily know that they need to have a another frontline starter, but uh, although I I kind of feel better if they did go get a starter because I mean these guys that are careering right near right now there's a lot of guys having career years like Evaldi who just got named to the All Star. Game as a pitcher, but, uh, you know, don't wake him up. <laughs> and then uh, I think they're kind of teetering on the pitching staff starting-wise. Um, you know, one more injury to them could be, well, it's disastrous, but, you know, you know, you're running Corey Bradford out there every five days, just six days, whatever. All right, so you say? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, what uh, what do you say? Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to com for that or the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. We get this. No way the Rangers win the West. Now I'm pulling for them, but Houston is the better team, comma, full strength. Here's the... Th- do you agree with that? Houston is the better team, comma, full strength. Um... Are they, or are the Angels? Because the the team that I think is going to get the Rangers, if anyone gets them, mm-hmm. is it the Astros? I think it's the Angels. Well, but now they're sliding a little bit. They're sliding right now. They're four and six in their last ten. So are the Rangers. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the Astros are <coughs> are killing it. They're only six and four. Right. I guess my, again, I go back to my point that I made, you know, an hour and a half ago, for as Poorly as they've as things have gone for them, you know, injury wise, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They win today, they can say to themselves, Hey, we're only three back. Mm-hmm. And the Rangers can say, Man, for all that we've done, we're only three ahead. Yeah. And they're they're about to the Rangers are about to head up to uh Boston to play the last place Red Sox team. Um and they're about to head the Astros about to head 
take on uh, the Rockies, last place Rockies team. Bad Rockies team. Oof. Woof. Who's the uh, Who's the next manager to get fired? Which would be the first for this for the season? I think Bud Black's kind of on his way out there in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I think that that deal's kind of run its course. I mean, they gutted that franchise a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, they just, it, it's such a sad deal when they when a team you know they make their run, they don't get there, and they decide to go ahead and gut the franchise. The team performs like a franchise that's gutted, and then you fire the manager for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, it's kind of the way it is, though, it right? It is. It's kind of... Let's dissect this statement real quick, because I don't know that I'm buying it. Which statement? The the, Astra, the Astros are a way better team than the Rangers when they're healthy. Whose rotation would you rather have? The Astros or the Rangers right now, as they currently sit? The Rangers. Whose infield would you rather have? Uh, the Rangers. The Rangers. Whose outfield would you rather have? The Astros. Whose bullpen would you rather have? Mm. As currently constructed. With Aroldis Chapman in it, That's I would part of it. take the Rangers right now. So three out of four. Look, when I, I can't believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. When Jose Leclerc comes off the DL, it's going to get stronger. I can't believe I just said those words. <laughs> It is. It, it, it is. Who, whose bench is deeper? The Rangers. So where exactly are the Astros the better team overall? The well, outfield. In the outfield, that's, yeah. That's what we, when we're talking straight up, which ones would you rather have? At yeah. best, you've got a push for Altuve at second. When, when he's not hurt. When he's not hurt. At and at worst for the Rangers in the infield, it's a push for Young at third. And him and Bregman. Between him and Bregman for longevity of what they've done. Well, Bregman is, has uh, done it. I mean, what, Bregman's still hitting 220 right now? Yeah. He's, he's starting to get going a little bit, but he, I mean, hey, it's it's all-star break, dude, and you're hitting 220. You are right now, you're a 220 hitter this year. I mean, you can you can go hit four 450 in the second half and end up the year hitting 300. Uh, this question from the Ace Morning Center chat line, how many games have the Rangers literally thrown away should be 10 games up if not for the bullpen? I agree with that. Don't don't deny that that bullpen is, is the Achilles heel, and it's getting better. They're working on it. I mean, some guys have worked themselves out. I mean... I, I, and then you go back to, okay, so if DeGrom's not hurt and Dunning's still there, does that... Are you better? Is that is that where you're... For as great as he's been as a starter, that's a great question right there. Is this if Dunning is in the bullpen, and and doing what Dunning was supposed to do in the bullpen? I mean, and De, and Degrom is doing what Dunning is doing. I think your your bullpen's in much better shape. All things being equal, in this game being played in a vacuum, saying that if Dunning was in the bullpen, he'd be doing what he's doing as a starter. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily always mean because there's a different mentality, a different approach. Um, a different setup, a different mindset from starter to reliever. And some guys are just better starters and some guys are just better relievers. I mean, there's, remember Ryan Shetter? You know, that guy, he was, that guy was a great pitcher if you brought him in in the second inning. <laughs> if you started him in a game, 
He'd be making brown on the mound in his pants. But then you bring him in in the third inning, and he goes, he gives you six and carves. 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. Chris is in for Jamie today. Jeff and I are here all morning long, as we hope that you are as well. As uh, If you're working today and you want to share that, you can. Or if you have the day off and you want to brag and uh, you've already got something smoking and you've got something cold in your hand and you want to share that this morning you can at 7:40. your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction chris is in for jamie this week and i'm chuck hines jeff mcguire is here as well we come to you from the first united bank studio look forward to hearing from you today on the yates flooring center chat line also, the Visual Edge <clears throat> IT hotline will review upon further review at 8.30 this morning. We'll have Ranger baseball for you today um, and Astros baseball for you as well. Astros at 12.35 on 100.7 the score. So a brief edition of the bottom line today at noon. Of course, into the bench at 9. You on uh, the bottom line today or no? No. No. Okay. We'll have uh, Ranger baseball at 12.30 here on Double T 97.3. Dan Patrick at 9. And then at uh, high noon, the herd with Colin Cowherd. Brief edition of that. Should have some time for Tech Talk this afternoon with Aaron Dickens and Dr. Mike Gustafson. Okay. I saw this and I was, I'm intrigued by it. I'm not a skier. Uh, not because I have anything against it. Just, just never been able to do that. It's not conducive to my lower extremities. Um, but there's four ski resorts that are open the 4th of July weekend. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Um, Big Snow is open. Big Snow? Big Snow. Where is Big Snow? Uh, these are uh, East Coast in California. Okay, it's open. Um, also open is Mammoth Mountain. Okay. Palisades, uh, Palisades uh, Tahoe. So I'm going to assume that's Lake Tahoe. Palisades. Palisades. Thank you. Yeah. And then Timberline Lodge is open as well. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, at any rate, that's, uh, I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of interesting. Mount Hood in Oregon. Okay. All right. Uh college football will be here before we know it. And we've kind of learned since we got into the sports business in two thousand and nine with Double T ninety seven three that once we get to Fourth of July and get just past it, I mean it's game on football season. And you know, you've got Big Twelve Media Days, which will be next week, and we'll have coverage for you. Uh Texas Tech obviously participating along with the new uh, Big 12 teams, uh, which came into official uh, uh, be a part of the Big 12 on Saturday with, you know, with uh, Cincinnati and, and UCF, Central Florida, along with Houston, reluctantly, and, um, and BYU. Uh, uh, to me, uh, I think we should say reluctantly on our part because um, I, I think that, you know, we're, we're giving some credibility to Houston, much like we did TCU. I mean, TCU was just about dead and out because they couldn't find a conference. Hell, they didn't even play in the Big East 
they were in that conference um and by allowing them into the big 12 because we we lost schools um you know it just made it you know with the with the loss of a&m and the loss of missouri I mean, you had to go get a couple schools. And so we went and got TCU and got West Virginia. And it's a terrible trade. I mean, if you want to look at terrible trades, that's a terrible trade. TCU for Missouri? Yeah, or TCU for Texas A&M and Missouri for West Virginia. Just just from a <clears throat> logistical standpoint. Okay, from a logistical standpoint. Yeah, from... I know that West Virginia for Missouri, I think it's a wash. Um... Hey Jeff, it's just Mike on. Okay, I just can't hear him. You can't hear me now. Now it's on. Can you hear me now? Now it's on. All right. Okay. <laughs> was I was I speaking too low? No. Speaking no. too high? No, you weren't speaking too low. Okay. Now we've become Saturday morning. <clears throat> wow. At any rate, I, um, I, I, I do. Uh, I'll say it again. I, I do think the A&M for TCU trade is a loss. Uh, yeah. Huge I, loss. I think I think the uh, I think West Virginia for Missouri is a push. I don't think it's a loss. Well, I, I would say I would say this. I, I, I wouldn't give either. I, I, neither school has done anything for its new conference. How about that? Missouri's done nothing. Done nothing for the SEC. And West Virginia has done nothing for the Big 12. The, the ironic part of that, nothing. Missouri to the SEC, is that they thought that Missouri was going to raise the, the basketball profile <laughs> of the SEC to one of more than just, just Florida and Kentucky. And everybody else, they thought they were bringing a basketball I, school in. They and, clearly and, didn't look at Missouri's Wikipedia. But... What they got instantly was a football power for two years, <laughs> and then and then they started swirling the drain in the worst way. So um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I mean, all they have to do, and and this is my KU snobbery coming out here. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is look at Missouri's Wikipedia and go. Uh, Missouri Final Fours. Where does it? Where do I? Where do I get that list? Oh, next one will be your first. That's that's how that works. Okay. How does it? How did? They, how did they play in the NCAA tournament? Uh, not very well. Wow. So for them to think for for the SEC to think that Missouri was going to lift them from a basketball standpoint, I, I don't know how they could because I mean Missouri versus Illinois every year in December, and Illinois like won that thing a million times. You could bet your house on it. And this past year, I think Missouri did win. But I don't know. I just look at Missouri and West Virginia. Whether it's a push, neither team has done, neither school has done anything for their for their new respective conference. Yeah. I, I, and meanwhile, yeah, I we've created this powerhouse, we, the Big 12 has, by recognizing TCU and giving them a, more than a stamp of credibility by I being would, a part of the Big 12. I would probably say of all the moves the Big 12 made, the one terrible misstep that they made was to invite Texas Christian University to this league in place of Louisville, who would have yes. crawled over broken glass to yes. get here. Yes, I completely agree with and, you. And, you know, TCU didn't bring a thing to this conference no. that we didn't already have. All it did was take away. Yeah. T- take, we, take away from schools like Texas yeah, Tech. You, you created in Texas Christian a 
you you legitimize that absolutely that legitimize program. that's a better word yeah because what they were was you know a big a big fish in the smallest of ponds mm-hmm. you know in the mountain west when they were when they were in the mountain west and you know they went they they caught lightning in a bottle in 2019 and 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 went to was the rose bowl and and beat wisconsin and have spent every day of their life since then telling the world about it. But you know what? If it was Texas Tech that went and did that, we would spend every day of our lives but telling But we were everyone. already in the Big 12. Yeah. We were already in the Big 12. So. But, you know, they they used that as their launching point, and, and Chris Del Conte went down to Austin and, and, and begged and pleaded and – Got DeLos Dodds to sign off on that. I don't know. He sold his soul to the Orange Devil down there, and and then he joined him. And and then he yeah. Then he and joined. And then DeLos Dodds recommended him to be the the next AD, and lo and behold, Chris Del Conte. Uh, this from the Eight Sporting Center chat line, Chuck. When I woke up this morning, I thought I had a thought. I can still buy Texas Tech football tickets. You can. I've not attended a football game since I retired as a football game official in 2016. Who that? I don't know. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.